Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Hey there, hikers. Ever conquered a peak only to find your feet a battlefield of blisters and hot spots? It's enough to make you want to pack it in and head home. But what if there was a way to hike harder, longer, and with more comfort? Introducing Creepers Merino Toe Socks. Made with ultra soft merino wool and seamless construction, these socks are designed to minimize blisters and hot spots, even on the most demanding trails. Imagine this, you're miles into your hike, the sun is shining, and your feet feel light and airy. You're not worried about blisters or hot spots, just the beauty of the wilderness surrounding you. That's the power of Creepers Socks. Don't let blisters hold you back from your next adventure. Get your hands on a pair of Creepers Merino Toe Socks today and experience the difference. Visit the website by following the link in the show notes to get 10% off your order. Make sure to use the discount code HTRADIO to let them know Doc sent you. Hey, is this thing on? Hello? Hit it again. (laughs) I think it's on now. Welcome to Fantastic Fridays with Doc. The episode that focuses on you, the fans of Hiker Trash Radio. Doc and his guest co-host are going to dive into fan-generated questions and content that you've shared with us. So lace up those hiking boots, grab your cold soak jar, and settle into your 20-mile pace as we fire up the podcast from somewhere deep in the backcountry. It's time to embrace the suck. All right, welcome back to the third installment of our new feature, Fantastic Fridays. And this week, 
It is another special episode as we are talking to Half Calf, sometimes contributor to the podcast. She's Her voice is all over the podcast, actually. She is always helping us with our transitions, occasionally doing some ads, occasionally doing the outro. So welcome back to Hiker Trash Radio, Half Calf. How's it going, Half Calf? It's going great. Thank you for having me. Okay. Now we have a big thank you to Brooks Stately out there for suggesting this week's fantastic Friday topic. And you can follow him at Brooks Stately 5. So give him a follow. Thank you very much, Brooks. And the question I think from Brooks, is Half Calf worthy of being a contributor on a hacker trash styled podcast does she have the requisite background information to be able to participate in such a podcast as ours just initially what do you think about that half calf what are your thoughts i am very interested to hear what questions you have for me let's put my knowledge to the test or to the trail okay let's start off with do you have any hiking experience only the occasional family holiday hike that I get roped into. And by occasion, <laughs> by occasional, how often is this? Not very often. Maybe every other Easter. Every other Easter. Okay. So like, I don't know if that's not semi-annual. That's, I think it's biannual. So biannually, biannual hike. How about other types of physical exertion? I did play soccer growing up, and then tennis, and then I took a hiatus from all physical activity. And now I enjoy the occasional pickleball. And pickleball not being a food, but actually playing pickleball. Yes. Got it. Just clarifying for some of our non-pickleball listeners out there. Any other types of outdoor adventure experiences in your resume? I went horseback riding last summer in Jackson Hole. Oh, you know what? You did. You did. I was laughing a little bit because I thought you were going to go back to doing some horseback riding when you were like three and when we were up <laughs> in Mammoth. But you're correct. That's right. You did do some horseback riding. And if I remember correctly, there were a couple hikes on that trip, maybe to some lake. Murray? Some Lake, yes. Jenny Lake, to be exact. Okay, I was going to say that, but I didn't want to sound like a fool. Okay. Now, do you enjoy hiking? I don't enjoy sweating. If it's cold enough, and you know it's pretty flat, I'll go for a nice stroll outside. Do you think your aversion to sweating automatically disqualifies you from being involved with Hacker Trash Radio? Maybe. Maybe. You're going to give up that easily? I've heard your stories. I've seen you when you get back from the trail. I've smelt you when you get back. <laughs> and you have no interest in smelling like that? Nope. But do you like being involved in the podcast? Do you like to, having your voice be the voice of the transitions and the outro and the garage-grown gear ad? Of course. 
I love putting on an accent and whether it's real or not and talking for the pod. Do you enjoy talking? I really enjoy talk- talking and I am a teacher, so it fits. Okay. All right. We're going to go through this exercise anyway to see if you're qualified in the hiking arena. And we're going to go, go to a quiz online from How Stuff Works. It is called the Ultimate Hiking Quiz. Are you ready for this? I'm so ready. Okay. Let's start off with question number one. I don't know how many of these questions we're going to do. There might be like 50 questions. We're not going to do all 50. But maybe we'll do 10 or 15 questions, get a sense for your hiking knowledge, and then we'll discuss. All right. So question number one, each question has a set of choices in terms of answers. So question number one from How Stuff Works is how many people per year engage in hiking activities? And you have three answers to choose from. Two million, 20 million, or 200 million. I'm trying to gauge how many people there are in the world. Do you know? Is it in the billions? It is in the billions, yes. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Now I'm trying to gauge how many people are in LA. And that's millions. That is millions. I'm not sure what LA has to do with the question, how many people per year engage in hiking activities, but go ahead. Take us through your thought process here. We're going to go with the middle answer, 20 million. 20 million. Let's click on it and see what happens here. Hey, that is the correct answer. More than 20 million people visit our national parks each year to enjoy a hike. Now I have a question. Is that national parks just in the U.S.? National parks all over? Yeah, that that is a good question. This This quiz seems to be a little bit biased in favor of American hikers because it's visitors to our national parks. All right. Question number two. Before taking your first hike, you should make sure you walk. You can walk how far? One mile, five miles, or ten miles? How long of a hike are we talking? If we're talking the Towsley Canyon Loop, I'd say a mile. Let's go with a mile. You say a mile? Yeah. Is that your final answer? Final answer. Locked in. Locked in. Ooh, I'm sorry. That is wrong. According to How Stuff Works, the correct answer is five miles. Hiking is not really for beginners, half-calf. Make sure you can handle a four to five mile walk before taking on a hike. And I would say that you should probably even go a little bit longer than that if you're planning on doing like the PCT. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. All right. Question number three. Once you can handle a five mile walk, what is the next step? Here are your three options. Take a hike, work your way up to 10 miles, or train your legs to handle hilly terrain. Train your legs to handle hilly terrain. I am pretty sure that's the wrong answer. Let's see. Oh, I am wrong. That is the correct answer. Dog. Look at you. Once you've trained yourself to handle five-mile walks, train yourself to handle hilly terrain because hiking involves tackling a lot of hills. What would you have said was the correct answer there? I would have said take a hike. If you've already got five miles under your belt, let's get out there and do a hike. Hmm. Thank you for that analysis. All right, question. I don't know what question this is, but next question. What is the best way to dress 
for hiking. Uh, these, these are some funny answers, I guess, here. A suit and tie, several thin layers, or jeans and a t-shirt. Now, if I get this wrong, that's just bad. That is bad. Several thin layers. Why would you pick several thin layers? Because then when you do get hot and sweaty, you could take off your light jacket or... Okay. I don't know. Okay. Let's well, see. Let's see. Yes, okay, that's correct. Okay. Several thin layers. As you hike, your body temperature will rise and fall. Having several layers allows you to adjust without too much difficulty. I think that was question four. Let's go to question five. How many calories do you burn on average when hiking? This also seems like an incomplete question to me because, again, how long of a hike are we talking? But the choices are 100 calories, 200 calories, or 300 calories. I don't even know how to gauge calories burned. Like, what is equivalent to 100 calories? That would be like the... Is it a Cheez-It or a cheeseburger? I have no idea. I think it's closer to Cheez-It, but that's a good comparison. Cheeseburger might be more than 300 calories, depending on the kind of beef you're using. Let's go with 300. 300. Answer is 300. Okay. Correct answer. Hiking at a normal pace burns approximately 300 calories an hour. It's a great form of exercise. Now, when you were on the trail, mm-hmm. did you did your watch track any of that? Do you know? The watch has the ability, the capability to track that, but I did not have it on in hiking mode because it would have worn out the battery too quickly. Mm. I was out there for days on end, so. Makes sense. But if it's 300 calories an hour, and if you're hiking eight, eight hours per day, let's say, then you're, you're clocking over 2,400 calories. It's a lot of cheeseburgers. It's a lot of cheeseburgers, or you can offset that with a nice pack of dehydrated ramen. Oh. Yeah. Lovely. All right. Question number six. I've decided we're gonna do 10 questions. Okay. And, then, and then we'll use our analyzing skills. There you go. Question six. Which of these is essential when hiking? A first aid kit, a camera, or a cell phone. Again, these are all questions from the ultimate hiking quiz how, from How Stuff Works. So which of these is essential when hiking? A first aid kit, a camera, or a cell phone? I think these are all essential. Cell phone, in case there's an emergency, you can call for help if you have service. A camera to take lovely pictures like this one behind me. First aid kit. I definitely think that should be the answer. What I would do with a first aid kit, would I know how to use the stuff in it, unless it's a band-aid, but we're going to go with that one. All right, let's check. Correct answer, first aid kit. Never go on a serious hike without a first aid kit. Accidents happen, and on a hike, you can easily end up miles from the nearest town. How much does your first aid kit weigh that you take? I started out with a first aid kit that was probably about uh, 10 ounces or so. And then I downscaled that because I never used it on any of my hikes. And so I just took the essentials of some ibuprofen, some band-aids, and I put them in a little pill bottle. So that was closer to like maybe two or three ounces. What else was included in your 10 ounce kit? Oh, there were all kinds of gauze packets, some some shears to cut... uh, 
like the Ace Bandage. Um, I'm not sure because I never looked inside of it. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. But how yeah. often did you take pictures with your cell phone camera? Every day. There we go, people. Every, every hour. There we go. But in case of an injury, the cell phone does me little good if I'm not in cell service. True. Now, if we're talking a satellite phone, that would be better. A satellite phone that takes pictures? <laughs> Is that a thing? I don't think that's a thing. No. Million dollar idea. Okay. Patent that. There you go. Eating better is easy with Factors' delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, which is the one I like, and Keto. Get started today and get after your goals. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Head to factormeals.com slash waypointpod50 and use the code waypointpod50 to get 50% off. That's waypointpod50 at factormeals.com slash waypointpod50 to get 50% off. We are stoked to partner with Garage Grown Gear on this episode of Hiker Trash Radio. Garage Grown Gear, or GGG for short, is your online store for all things ultralight backpacking. Dedicated to supporting the growth of small and cottage brands, they've got everything you need all in one place. From ultralight accessories to dehydrated meals to your big three, Garage Grown Gear has everything you need to lighten your load. Based out of St. Paul, Minnesota, GGG is known for its commitment to providing quality ultralight gear, stellar customer service, and free shipping and returns over $40. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal, develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Hey there, Hacker Trash. Have you been on the trail for too long, battling the elements and just focusing on surviving? Well, it's time to take a break from all that ruggedness and talk about something that may not be on your radar, personal grooming. Now, I know what you're thinking. Doc, why should I care about grooming out here in the wild? And I hear you, my trail-worn friend, but let me tell you, there are some serious benefits to keeping your personal jungle in check. Enter Manscaped's Lawnmower 5.0, the ultimate grooming tool for the modern hiker. This bad boy is designed with the rugged adventurer in mind. It features skin-safe technology, so you can tame the wilderness without any fear of nicks or cuts. With its precision-engineered blades, the lawnmower effortlessly trims and shapes your hair with ease. No more tangled or unruly bushes down there, hiker trash. You'll feel fresh and comfortable even after those long days on the trail. And let's not forget about the hygiene aspect. Keeping your nether regions clean and groomed can help prevent unwanted odors and irritation. It's like a breath of fresh mountain air for your most sensitive areas. 
So my trail warriors, don't neglect your personal grooming even when you're out there conquering in the wild. Embrace Manscaped's Lawnmower 5.0 and experience the benefits of a well-groomed jungle. Your hiking buddies and your nether regions will thank you. Get 20% off all Manscaped products plus free shipping with promo code HikerTrashRadio at Manscaped.com. Tell them Doc sent you. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I heard that Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, I thought, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com waypoint. That's mintmobile.com waypoint. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com waypoint. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Hey there, hikers. Ever conquered a peak only to find your feet a battlefield of blisters and hotspots? It's enough to make you want to pack it in and head home. But what if there was a way to hike harder, longer, and with more comfort? Introducing Creepers Merino Toe Socks. Made with ultra-soft merino wool and seamless construction, these socks are designed to minimize blisters and hotspots, even on the most demanding trails. Imagine this. You're miles into your hike, the sun is shining, and your feet feel light and airy. You're not worried about blisters or hotspots, just the beauty of the wilderness surrounding you. That's the power of Creeper's socks. Don't let blisters hold you back from your next adventure. Get your hands on a pair of Creeper's Merino Toe Socks today and experience the difference. Visit the website by following the link in the show notes to get 10% off your order. Make sure to use the discount code HTRADIO to let them know Doc sent you. Sephora stores are everywhere you are. So just pop in when you need a brown lip to match your 90s playlist, a confidence boost before your interview, or a last-minute gift for mom's birthday. There's always a Sephora near you. Just pop in. Use our store locator to find your local Sephora or Sephora at Kohl's. Six Moon Designs has been innovating ultralight backpacking gear for the past 20 years. With a wide range of products ranging from ultralight shelters to backpacks and accessories like their extensive line of trekking umbrellas, Six Moon Designs is sure to have a great piece of gear for your needs. With the company philosophy being that gear should aid one's experience, not define it, Six Moon Designs thinks the more time people spend outside the natural world, the better off this world will be. And remember, go wild, live young. This episode is sponsored by Jolly Gear. Are you tired of compromising between the ventilation of a button-down and the full protection of a sun hoodie? With the Triple Crown button-down, you can have the best of both. Plus, their fun standout patterns will have you the talk of the trail. Visit them at jollygear.com. Through hiker owned, Jolly Gear, where fun meets functional. Question number seven? Sure. What is the maximum amount of weight you should carry while hiking, half-calf? 
25 pounds, 50 pounds, or 75 pounds. I'm trying to think back to when you would go on your long hikes and how much your pack weighed. I'm going to go with 25. 50 seems like a lot. What about 75? That seems like way too much. Now, you're a teacher. You're a fourth grade teacher. How much do your students weigh? Oh, my gosh. Any idea? I absolutely have no idea, but I do know that... I do know a five-year-old that weighs maybe 30 pounds. Okay. And that would be a lot to carry. Let's go 25. 25 pounds. Let's check. Correct answer is 25 pounds. You may be tempted to bring everything but the kitchen sink with you on a hike, but research has shown that carrying more than 25 pounds is bad for your shoulders, backs, and knees. Now, curiously enough, I had a hiker on recently, and we talked about ultralight and the different types of ultralight hikers. So there's like ridiculously ultralight, there's ultralight, and there's approaching ultralight. And so do you want to know what those breakoff points were? Yes. What was the poundage in each of those categories? Am I guessing? Am I guessing or should I, are you guessing or should I just say? Let me guess. Okay. Ridiculously ultralight. Ridiculously ultralight, five pounds. Nice. Well done. Yes. Wow. Yes. Okay. Yes, that is pretty ridiculous. How about just ultralight? 10 to 15? That's close. We decided on 12. Okay. That was the middle of my range. Yeah. And then above 12, but less than? 20. That's a little too high. 18. That's a little too high. 17. 12 to 15 pounds would be okay. <laughs> approaching ultralight, but good work. All right. Let's go. And wait, let's just refresher. How much did your pack weigh? Oh, uh, the last couple of hikes, my pack, the base weight has been about 17 pounds. Okay. Tangential question. What is base weight referred to? What it is at the start of the hike. What it is at the start of the hike. That is a good guess. Is that not right? That's not correct. No, it's not. See, I'm asking you questions with no possible answers on the screen for you to look at. This is just an open-ended, fill-in-the-blank type question, and you failed miserably. (laughs) So what is it then? Base weight is how much your pack weighs without food and water. Okay. Okay. So, what was it with food and water? (laughs) So, my base weight with food and water was closer to six pounds. Okay, so if it had food and water, it wasn't your base weight. What would you call that? Just your weight? That's the weight of your pack. And your base weight is your weight without the food and water. And what... And when people talk about what is your what is the weight of your pack, they typically talk about base weight. They're talking about without food and water. Why? Because obviously you're not going on a long hike without food and water. Is it because you will be eating the food and drinking the water? So you'll eventually get down to your base weight again? Hey, hey, I'm the one asking the questions here. Don't try and confuse me. <laughs> now I'm intrigued. Okay, do some research. All right. 
Question number eight? No idea. Eight. Why? Oh, this is a good question. Why should you avoid drinking water directly from streams? It's mountain stream water. Just put your mouth right down there and drink it. What could go wrong? So you quote, your choices are stream water is full of snake venom. Stream water often tastes bad. Or stream water could be full of parasites and bacteria. I think the obvious answer choice is C. Stream water could be full of parasites and bacteria. That's your final answer? Yes, but I have a follow-up question. Okay. If it's a stream is running water, correct? Correct, yes. I thought if water is running, it's safe. Yeah. Is that true? That's not true. Oh, okay. That's not true because... You guys, hiker trash, I could not survive. Yes. So what you want to do is before you put your mouth down into that water, you want to put your head up and you want to look upstream and see what is upstream. If there are cows or sheep or other types of organisms pooping near or in the water, then that could be a problem. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. Let's click on the answer and see if you're right. Correct answer. Stream water could be full of parasites and bacteria. Just because water is clear doesn't mean it's clean. It could be full of bacteria or even parasites too small to see with the naked eye. Do you, follow-up question. Do you know what is one of the more common varieties of parasites uh, to be in the water? E. coli. Hmm. That sounds like a, a good guess. I was going to say Giardia. I've, heard, I've talked to plenty of thru-hikers that have talked about their experiences with Giardia. And that comes from ingesting water that does have some fecal matter in the water. And it is a torturous experience living with Giardia and letting that take its course. Just the name alone sounds really frightening. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I, I've lost count, but I think we're on I question. Think we have two more questions. Question number nine. Okay. Question nine. What should you do? This is a follow-up question. What should you do to treat water for bacteria and parasites? Answer number one, boil the water. Answer number two sounds like a possibility. Mix the water with a strong alcohol. Maybe like, is that maybe whiskey, I'm thinking? And answer number three, let the water settle overnight and drink only the top layer. Be very strategic in what part of the water you're drinking. A, boil the water. That just seems so unreasonable. Let's look. Are you serious right now? Boil the water. You did get it right. Yes, correct answer. At the very least, boil any water you intend to drink. This should kill off the bacteria. You're much better off, however, bringing bottled water. Actually, I'm going to amend that. Again, this is all from How Stuff Works. I'm not sure how familiar they are with the through hiking experience. I would say that you're much better off bringing a water filter and filtering your water. All right. And if you do boil your water half-calf, here's a pro tip for you. Let the water cool down before you drink it. That would make sense. Have you made that mistake before, not letting it cool I have taken food from Mrs. Doc, who has taken it out of the microwave, and thought it was safe to eat, and uh, have scalded my taste buds into the next century. So Nuclear. Yeah. That's her favorite. She pushes the button on the microwave that says nuclear. That's right. That's correct. It's her favorite button on the microwave. 
Mrs. Doc is half calf's mom, by the way. So don't tell her I said that. <laughs> All right. Question number 10. Final question in our little survey here to see if half calf is capable, uh, worthy of being on Hacker Trash Radio in any capacity whatsoever. For how long should you boil water to kill off any organisms? One minute, one hour, one day. What is the appropriate length of time to boil that water? One day just seems outrageous. It does. Yeah, that's a fair assessment right there. Now I'm thinking about boiling water to make pasta and how that's just like a couple minutes and there's no parasites in that water that we know of. One hour just seems like the water might evaporate by the time we get to that hour mark. So let's go one minute. One minute. You boil pasta for a couple of minutes because you're not trying to kill organisms. You're trying to make the pasta soft, right? Yes. Correct. One minute. That sounds reasonable. Correct answer is one minute. That is correct. You don't have to boil the water for too long. One minute or so will do the trick. Kill those organisms. Would you like a bonus question? Of course. Should we see what's ne- what the next question is just to test your knowledge a little bit more? Why is it important? This bonus question. Why is it important to cover as much of your body as possible when hiking? Number one, it can get very cold when hiking. Number two, you want to avoid catching poison ivy or poison oak. And number three, hikers often get bitten by snakes. Snakes could bite you through your clothes. We're going to go with answer choice B. You want to avoid catching poison ivy or poison oak. Okay, let's take a look. Correct answer is yes. Avoid catching poison ivy or poison oak. Outdoors are full of poisonous plants and to avoid contracting something like poison oak, you should try and keep your body well protected. Have you ever... Had that happen to you? <laughs> yes, I had to bushwhack on a trail in Ojai. And we got off course, trying to take a shortcut. And I'm out there bushwhacking. And five days later, I start itching like crazy. It wasn't immediate. It took like days for it to, to manifest. And I had these like these stripes, like someone had whipped me with a shoelace on my legs. And it was from, I learned it was from Poison Oak. I stumbled into poison oak, and then I was miserable for weeks afterwards. Now, is that contagious? Yes. Yeah, Mrs. Doc stayed well away from me for a little bit. When was this? This was back before, I think, the 2017 hike of the JMT. Okay. Interesting. And one more bonus question for you, Half Calf. Yes. Tell us, what is Hiker Midnight? Hiker Midnight is 9 o'clock. And why is it called Hiker Midnight if it's only 9 o'clock? Because there's nothing to do out there at night. (laughs) Close your eyes. Go to sleep. All right. Let's scroll back and see how many answers you missed in this poll. That's correct. 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 I've seen a lot of green on that A lot of green. A lot of green. Oh, just, I think it's just one wrong answer. In the 10 questions plus the two bonus questions. And I will contest a little bit that this hiking quiz is not really the ultimate hiking quiz. Because I think it was like 
more for like day hikers, not through hikers. But I, you seem to exhibit enough knowledge and background to at least do the transitions and read some of the ads <laughs> on Hiker Trash Radio. Congratulations. Uh, any final thoughts, insights into your abilities after taking this quiz? I think that you and maybe some Hiker Trash followers out there need to come up with some tougher questions for me. How stuff works. It really made me think, but I wasn't challenged. Okay. Let's do this as a call to arms then. All right. We're rotating through co-hosts on Fantastic Fridays. We've had Jeff Garmeyer. We've had Alice Ford. Now we've had Half Calf. It's going to be it's going to be three weeks, three or four weeks till we have Half Calf back on again. But in that time period, challenge to our listeners out there, give me some questions that are would truly represent... What you need to know out there in terms of through hiking. Are you ready for the through hiking experience? So send us your questions. You can email it to us at hikertrashradio at gmail.com or you can DM me through is DM, is that is that a thing? So drop it in the DMs. Drop it in the DMs on Instagram. So half calf, I want to thank you for coming on and co-hosting. And also thank you for all of your contributions to the podcast. You were at one time a social media director, but you have fallen off in that responsibility, but uh, I do appreciate your contributions. Thank you. Of course, anything you need. Okay. I want to thank everyone for tuning in and learning a bit more about Half Calf, one of our irregulars on uh, Hiker Trash Radio. And always remember the trail is the trail. It doesn't care if you want to go downhill. It doesn't care if it's almost dark and you're looking for a campsite. It doesn't even care if you don't really know anything about what you're doing out there. So the trail is the trail. Embrace the suck. Hey there, hikers. Ever conquered a peak only to find your feet a battlefield of blisters and hotspots? It's enough to make you want to pack it in and head home. But what if there was a way to hike harder, longer, and with more comfort? Introducing Creepers Merino Toe Socks. Made with ultra soft merino wool and seamless construction, these socks are designed to minimize blisters and hotspots, even on the most demanding trails. Imagine this. You're miles into your hike, the sun is shining, and your feet feel light and airy. You're not worried about blisters or hot spots, just the beauty of the wilderness surrounding you. That's the power of Creeper Socks. Don't let blisters hold you back from your next adventure. Get your hands on a pair of Creeper's Merino Toe Socks today and experience the difference. Visit the website by following the link in the show notes to get 10% off your order. Make sure to use the discount code HTRADIO to let them know Doc sent you. Thank you.